Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Foundations. Um, and then you've got Pharaoh who commanded his people to drown every Hebrew baby boy in the waters of the Nile River. Later on, Pharaoh's army gets completely destroyed. They're, just, they're drowned yep. in the Red Sea. Foundations. Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. With Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. Well, previously on Foundations, we have looked at judging, but uh, we're going to tackle it again today, but uh, look at what it means to judge measure for measure. What do you mean by that, Mandy? Yeah, this is kind of uh, Jewish logic. Some would say that that's an oxymoron, but that's not true. (laughs) Actually, they are very logical and methodical, actually, in the way they think and reason, and they think and reason all the time. Um, it's, It's a very interesting thing to spend time actually, particularly with Orthodox Jews, and listen to them. And you think that they're going hammer and tong at each other, arguing. This is this debating kind of a, a culture within them. But it's they, 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 they're wanting to stretch the, the, um, the meaning, the intention, so they really get their head around it. But not only that, they want to be able to understand what other people think, take the opposite approach so that they don't just understand from their p- perspective. They want to understand what other people think, even if they don't agree mm. with it. They want to understand. So I, I always find it fascinating to, to, and they speak with their hands a lot, um, is, which is really fascinating to watch. It's really good. But this measure for measure, we, we kind of touched on it before. As you said, we talked about uh, judging. And we're going to look again at judging, but um, maybe in a, from the perspective of um, the more personal mm-hmm. um, view of judging, because there's different kinds of judgment. We mentioned it before. And um, some judgments or judging is required of us, and then some judgments are not. That they're 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 way beyond our scope, and they belong to God and God alone, or they belong to uh, church leadership. When it comes to say church discipline, there's various different um, kinds of judging. They're not all the same, and we need to understand them so that we judge the right things the right way, mm. and so that we don't judge things the wrong way, things that are not our business. So I want to start with Matthew 7, 1 to 2. It says, Don't judge that you won't be judged, for the way you judge is how you will be judged. The measure with which you measure out will be uh, used to measure you, which is either very confusing or, or very frightening, <laughs> <laughs> depending on the kind of person you are. Um, the actual uh, Jewish words for that is midah keneged midah. And it literally means measure corresponding to measure. And, and Paul sort of uh, talked about this as, as well. But rabbis um, recognize that there's this pattern throughout the Bible and uh, they read it and study it like you wouldn't believe. But they've noticed um, that the consequences for sin, as recorded in the Bible, often Mirrors or replicates or fits the crime. We would say this, that, that the um, punishment should fit the crime. Mm. Well, the, the rabbis say that it, it actually does, and it's demonstrated in Scripture. Like, for example, in Exodus chapter 4, God said to Moses, Say to Pharaoh that this is what the Lord says, Israel is my firstborn son, and I told you, let my son go that he may worship me. But you refuse to let him go, so I will kill your firstborn son. So here's Pharaoh attacking God's son, Israel, mm. the people, and killing them, I might add. And so God says, I told you, let him go. You won't. I'm killing yours. Mm. That was this measure yep. for measure. In Exodus 22, again, God said 
Do not take advantage of a widow or an orphan. If you do and they cry out to me, I will certainly hear their cry. My anger will be aroused and I will kill you with the sword and your wives will become widows and your children fatherless. Mm. So God is saying if you mistreat them instead of caring for them, your own are going to become the same thing. So this Mm. measure for measure becomes this, this pattern. Now, if you take a, a little bit of a more intentional look into the lives of some of the characters in the Bible, you, you see this measure for measure, this midah keneged midah coming out all the time. Um, one of the most um, well-known that we know of is Jacob, who deceived his brother in order to get his birthright. Um, he took advantage over his father's blindness and yeah. deceived his own dad. And then later on, Laban pulls the wool over his eyes and uh, deceives him and has him marry Leah instead of Rachel. So he got completely hoodwinked. He didn't see it coming, just Mm -hmm. like his father got hoodwinked. Um, And then you've got Pharaoh who commanded his people to drown every Hebrew baby boy in the waters of the Nile River. Later on, Pharaoh's army gets completely destroyed. They're they're drowned in the Red Sea. Um, Haman, we talked about Haman during uh, the Feast of Purim and how Haman had uh, was so filled with irrational hatred and malice toward uh, the Jewish people and in particular Mordecai um, that he built a gallows, which really meant he was going to impale him. And ultimately, when that scenario all got completely turned around, Haman was the one who was impaled on his own gallows. Mm. Um, and so you see this, you see this measure for measure unfolding. Um, now, to us, we would say, well, they, that's kind of what we'd say was poetic justice. Yep. Um, some cultures would say that's karma. Um, you reap what you sow, all those kind of things. But God is, in fact, in control. He's the one who orchestrates things. He is sovereign. Um, and it's absolutely true that if, if you, um, okay, God permitted Jacob to be a deceiver, um, but it's also true that God was the one who was orchestrating the steps of his son, Jacob, mm. and he got himself he himself was deceived. Well, God permitted that. Maybe God orchestrated that. But what happened out of that was that Jacob became a different person. Mm. And then as a result, God changed his name as well to Israel. And so the very thing that was his Achilles heel, his weakness, um, God used to strengthen him and turn him into a different person. Mm. Um, uh, you know, Paul taught us um, that we are going to endure the consequences of the choices that we make. That is true. He actually said in Galatians 6 and uh, 7 to 8, he said, Don't be deceived. God cannot be mocked. Man reaps what he sows. The one who sows to please his sinful nature from that nature will reap destruction and the one who sows to please the spirit from the spirit will reap eternal life. So it's the same principle, measure for measure. Um, and it is true. I don't know whether you've ever noticed um, people in your own life or family or friends or people you are acquaintances with. Depending on the kind of person they are, the the way they treat others or the way they behave, behave always seems to come back. Yeah. Like they yeah. seem to live in this perpetual state. And sometimes it's really good. You know, they've got, they just seem to be surrounded by joy and love and stuff because that's what they give out all the time. And then people who are just sort of like constantly in trouble because they're, they're making it all the time. Yeah. 
I don't know if you have noticed that. I've noticed that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's a fascinating principle. The principle is often, particularly in church circles, it's often uh, presented as a financial principle, isn't it? Yeah, you reap yes. what you sow. But the reality is that can be the case across the board. Like, you know, a farmer reaps what he sows. And then, as you were just saying, from an emotional level, if you sow joy and you sow humor and you sow encouragement, then you'll reap that as well. So it's the case right across the board. It's not just a, a narrow preset of like, well, that only relates to finances or it only relates to, to something else. And it doesn't just relate to Christians either. I mean, if you, mm. my first thought that comes to mind is if you look at gang culture, you look at gangs that are violent, territorial, they have no regard for law, uh, there's corruption, they're into all manner of illegal things, whether it be drugs, prostitutions, gun racketeering, whatever it is, um, they live by the sword, the Bible says, and they die by the yeah, sword. That's right. This yeah. is this culture that they live in measure for measure as they're giving out, it comes back to them. And so we have to learn to judge righteously in dealing with this kind of thing. There's also a wrong way to judge with measure for measure. You can come to the conclusion that everything that happens in our life is because, oh, my gosh, I've done something and this is coming back on me. Mm. No, no, that's not the case either. So there's got to be some balance in that. And we're going to look at that in the next program so that we don't get this out of kilter. Yeah, because it can almost become superstitious, can't it, It in some respects. So uh, we'll explore this some more, understanding this uh, Jewish logic and measure for measure, but looking at when not to use measure for measure next time on Foundations. This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources and more, see vision.org.au slash foundations. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.